This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book two in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. everyone welcome to another owl post edition of the harry potter and the boys fan fiction podcast by me radio mike and we're on book two harry potter and the team wizard tournament look we're 22 chapters in now guys well tw- yeah well this is the thing chapter episode 22 season 2 episode 22 was also chapter 21 in the book so i didn't realize that until i went up to put the episode out and there was already a chapter 21. So there's two chapter 21s. Um, so I guess we just have to deal with that. And um, some great episodes. Sammy providing the goods as always. Love Sammy's appearances on the show. Of course, at the top here, few announcements. So um, as always, send in your hours, guys. It's how we build, it's how I build these little bonus apps and I find them really fun. And I also just love feedback um, and any fan theories that you have or ideas that you have about the show that you might want to discuss or want me to discuss. Like I love all that stuff. So please get in touch. RadioMikePod at gmail.com. Just DM me on Instagram, radio.mike. And also Twitter, it, at It's Radio Mike. Tweet about this show. Again, as I've said in the past, like sharing this show around would be amazing. If you can post it on your story, put it in the group chat, um, tweet about it, whatever you can do to help this show grow would be amazing. And of course, I mentioned on, I think the last episode with Sam that I have opened up a Harry Potter and the Boys TikTok account. It's at, uh, I think it's at HP, at HPATB pod on TikTok. And I'm starting to just cut up some little clips of the show um, to hopefully grow the show and get more people seeing it. Cause that's what I do with my other podcast, 20th Century Boy. Um, so thanks to everyone who's popped on that and gone to follow that account or seen some of the clips and liked them and stuff. I'm also repurpose, repurposing old clips. So, you know, old episodes of the show that I had full videos of on YouTube, I'm putting them up. For example, I put up a clip um, with Luke Kidgel from one of the early episodes of the show. So I'm going back into the archive. As well as that, decided it's time and I've put up a... I've created a HPATB pod... Instagram as well. So you can go and follow that. A bunch of people have followed, which is awesome. Um, we're on 37 followers. Would love to get that to 40. Um, and I'm just posting the clips there as well, as well as um, what I'm also doing, if you're interested, and it's just, you know, making little bits of content with screenshots of the actual book. Because I know you hear the book, but it, you can actually, on the Instagram page, you can see little screenshots of highlights from the actual Word document. Um, if you, I guess if you don't believe that this book exists, 
this is the evidence that it does in fact exist. So, um, yeah, so go take a look at that. I'm putting little highlights from the book there. Um, our post, though, again, thank you to everyone who has sent in an owl through any forum. Um, first one that's come in, and I have I screenshot all of these and put them in a little folder, but I've accidentally cut off this person's name. So I'm just going to find this person's name. Uh, it is James, James Headley, brand new um, to the owl post. Um, for, well, he actually says, oh, I'll read it out. And thanks, your owl came in on the 20th of September via email, owl mail. Um, hey, Mike. Uh, oh, and and sorry, before sorry, James, before I do that, I just wanted to say as well, um, yeah, so of course, follow the TikTok and Insta, HPATB pod. Um, and as well as that, if you are listening to this on Spotify right now, there is a little, on the podcast homepage on Spotify, there is a little star rating box that you can put a star rating in for a podcast. Would love for you to put a five-star uh, rating in there. We've got 69 uh, ratings so far on a 4.9. That's great. Um, but I would absolutely love to get that up to 100. So if you're listening and you're on Spotify, pop that in. If you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be amazing if you rate it five stars there as well and even leave a little written review there. Again, all of this just helps the podcast keep existing, keep getting recommended to people and etc. So if you could leave a written review as well, that would be absolutely amazing. I like sharing those around and it strokes my ego. Back to uh, James Headley's email. Um, James Headley's a very Harry Potter-esque name, but anyway, here we go. Um, hey, Mike. Long-time listener, first-time writer. More of those. If you've never written in, this is your week. Write in. I'd love to hear from you. Loving Harry Potter and the Boys, 13-year-old Mike and 32-year-old me definitely have the same sense of humour. Don't we all? Don't we all, James? Continuing. First up, read the discussions in the last episode about the link between dicks and the dark farts. Of course, in the last chapter, there was, yeah, a, a, uh, it, it was speculated by Hermione that the uh, that, that because the dick is so close to the bum, it contains some fart power. Um, so James goes on. As a father of an eight-week-old baby boy, congratulations, that's incredible, I can confirm that farts, <laughs> and more specifically, this is a bit gross, and more specifically, sharts, can and do reach the dick. I've had many a nappy change where I've had to wipe poo off not only the bum hole, but also ball sack crevices and the dick. Well, there you go. So maybe there's some truth to this after all. (laughs) Obviously, this is less likely when you're on the toilet and your farts are unhindered. (laughs) Jesus Christ, what is this podcast? Uh, (laughs) But I think in the Harry Potter universe, it makes sense that there would be a deeper link between farts and dicks. Remember, it was only recently that witches and wizards even used toilets. Before that, before then, they would just shit and presumably also fart wherever they wanted with their pants on. So it's much more likely that their farts would be deflected along the curvature of the underpants around the front and reach the dick. I think that's a very sensible theory. Uh, secondly, this is, this is the email again. Secondly, I vote for Sammy Gallup to become the permanent co-host of the show. If you still want the occasional special guest, you could always invite them on as a third person. Keep up the great work. Goodbye, Hamora, Jimmy. So I've called him James the whole time, but he wants to go by Jimmy. Apologies for that, Jimmy. Thank you so much for your email. Of course, Sammy, who has been the predominant featured guest on season two of this show, which has been 
so greatly appreciated and he is so good on this pod. So again, genuinely, genuinely really appreciate him doing it. He's fantastic. Um, and, you know, Sam is basically, I, I think, especially now that me and Sam are, are available and we're both doing our own thing, Sam is definitely sort of like the the default guest. I, I, and, and I don't, I think he's cool with that and he likes coming on the show, but whenever he's super busy, um, he, he, he'll he just take a, take a week off or, or anything. Also, Sam, if you're listening to this, no, absolutely no um, obligation for any of this. But yeah, it's amazing having Sam on the show. His reads are so good. He's so funny. And I do feel like Sam and I um, click together really well on air. I think I'm going to cut up a little compilation of um, like the best moments of chit chat in me and Sam's episode. So not fanfic stuff, but just the chit chat. And I'm, cause you know, it's, it's a hotly contended thing on this show. And then I'm going to uh, put that on the 20th century boy feed um, just for people to listen to some of the highlights from this show. Um, so yeah, thank you. I, genuinely, I do. I, 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 let's do a shout out to Sammy who is hilarious um, across all the stuff he does. And, you know, he, he's been on, on a national Australian TV show on air, the cheap seats. And he still does this dumb uh, Harry Potter podcast in my apartment in Richmond every week. So thank you so much to Sammy and uh, uh, everyone go and follow Sam on Instagram. It's uh, at Sam Garlep, I believe. Yeah. At Sam Garlep, G-A-R-L-E-P-P. Shoot him a follow, get around his content and the stuff that he makes. Cause uh, yeah, he's, he's a great friend and a great collaborator. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, Thanks again, Jimmy. Write in anytime. Would love to hear from you again soon. Um, next one comes in. This is just a little Instagram DM from Adam Aitken, a uh, longtime listener of, of both this podcast and 20th Century Boy. And uh, I believe he's also, uh, he's known as Radio Cuzbro over in 20th Century Boy land, but he's Adam Aitken here. Um this was actually a really nice message he sent me when I was taking a break from all of my content because I was feeling a bit down. Uh, so I just wanted to read it out because it does get, it, it, it's going to sound like I'm just stroking my ego, but it does actually get relevant to Harry Potter and the boys towards the end. He said, Hey Mike, you're a legend. Don't let this world get you down. As you've said on the pod, you're doing really well at life. There's only a handful of people that can say they work with Hamish and Andy and Will Anderson too, and the rest of the podcasts you work on or produce. 3AW at prime time in the Arvo on a Thursday. Ever since I heard you on Hamish and Andy all those years ago and got into your podcast, I've been so impressed with your growth. I'm sure the people you look up to say the same thing. Luke and Lewis were guns to give you a chance back then and encouraging you to do your own pod, pretty much pushing you into it. I know you cringe at the first season, sorry, this is still relevant to 20th Century Boy, but it's flippin' hilarious and you should be proud of it too. As I said, you've come a long way. Harry Potter and the Boys is probably the podcast I look forward to, I most look forward to as well. I know I'm a Christian and some of the content is a bit out there. Yeah, I guess if you're a Christian and you're listening to this podcast, you're probably going to hell. No, Adam, you're, you're, def- you're definitely not going to hell. You're going to heaven for sure. Um, I know I'm a Christian and some of the content is a bit out there, but I lap it up, bro. I recommend it to heaps of people, especially if they like Harry Potter. Thank you so much, uh, Adam. And if all of you, Adam is also a Patreon supporter of me, which you can be too for as little as a dollar a month. Support this show, support my content. Um, Thank you so much, mate. Messages like that mean a lot. And I'm so glad that you, one, recommend it to all your friends. Please, everyone do like, do what Adam does. Two, that you, yeah, you look forward to this pod because that, again, just 
motivates me to keep going with it. So thank you so much, Adam. I appreciate it. Write in any time. I'm looking forward to another owl. Um, okay, what else we got here? Ah, Amy, the official correspondent of the show, my favourite listener. Thank you very much for your owl again, Amy. Um, subject line, HP and TB with an owl emoji. Uh, she then says, hey, Mike, so good to have the podcast back. These last few chapters have been hilariously chaotic. That is absolutely true. Uh, I was laughing out loud at Hagrid trying out his new catchphrase. (laughs) And I think Jordan Borden will definitely come back as a character. Yes, I did say on the show, if you think Jordan Borden will return, um, which was basically, if you haven't heard that episode yet, Harry uh, Hagrid said Jordan Borden to Professor McGonagall, to which Professor, no, not Professor McGonagall, to Hermione, to which Hermione responded is who's John Borden? And Hagrid went, just trying out a new catchphrase. <laughs> Which is an absolute classic. And I said, and 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 I said, if you think that Jordan Borden will return, send me a, just an emoji of a man on Instagram. Thank you to the many people who have put money on uh, Jordan Borden returning, who sent me man emojis. And also I said to send a, a wizard or witch's hat emoji if you thought, if you recognise the lyrics to Black Eyed Peas Don't Lie in Harry Potter and the Boys, which several people did, including uh, Viv, who is a long-time listener of this show as well and a big supporter. So thank you, Viv, and everyone else who did that. Amy continues. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, she continues. Um, the place... Because uh, me and Sam were talking about the veil, the um, the veil in the Ministry of Magic, and we asked Amy to clear up. And as always, Amy comes to the rescue. Thank you, Amy. The place where Sirius dies and falls into the Ark is in the Death Chamber in the Department of Mysteries. People who work in the Department of Mysteries are called unspeakables because they're not allowed to talk about their work and they study various things that are kept there. When Harry and co. go there, they encounter a room with clocks and time turners in it, time, the death chamber, death, a room with brains in a tank, thought, these are in brackets when I'm, yeah, and eventually get to the Hall of Prophecy. There's one room that Harry is unable to open, which Dumbledore later explains holds the most powerful force there is which is supposed to be love um i just listened to the last owl post episode and can confirm that pig pigwidgeon is ron's owl as for loose ends because i asked people to write in any loose ends from the books that they don't think are resolved yet there was a chapter at the start of book one where Derek randomly appeared in the wrong spot when trying to go to diagon alley and then there was something with a blanket something about being hot and cold and he reappeared on the street and a random person went up to him and went are you okay, whoever you are? Then Derek said L dot 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 P and that has never been explained. I can't remember all the details, but I kept thinking that would come back up again. There are also lots of suggestions in the first book that Derek had some super strong powers, but we haven't heard of them again since. Might come up, might come up in a later book. Diddle DD. Thanks, Amy. Official correspondent of Harry Potter and the Boys, the original and best. I then replied, right? I've replied to her. Which, uh, with it, because I think I know some of the answers to this for anyone interested. Hey, Amy. Amazing as always to have you listening. The Hagrid moments have been great. Actually, just recorded the next episode, and let's just say it's a Hagrid, it's a Hagrid centric ep- uh, chapter. More on that soon. Interesting loose ends, and I love your encyclopedic knowledge of the book, much more in depth than mine, which is really saying something. Actually, I think I can explain some of that. I don't know about the blanket 
but the hot and cold thing definitely seems to echo the end of the book where Michael and Rob use the uniting friendship charm and merge into the being of fire and ice, in brackets, hot and cold. That's what I thought. And I think in it was in some way foreshadowing that. No idea why Derek was involved, though. On the same note, and I think this confirms my suspicion, L dot 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 P means Legame Patente, which was the name of the uniting friendship charm. I think Derek maybe got some kind of glimpse of the future in that moment, but I honestly can't be sure. Reply if you want a fan theory with me on this. <laughs> Diddle DD, Mike. I love like, I bet, I don't think JK Rowling was ever doing fan theories with fans of the of her own book, but I'm just a unique author. Amy replied again with another L. Hey, Mike. Wow, I never would have put those two things together, but that definitely fits. Maybe in the third book, they'll start learning divination and discover that Derek is a seer. I still think Ron will come back because of the uniting friendship charm that binds him and Harry, but maybe Harry needs to be unconfunded or have his memory restored before that can happen. I'm rereading the books for the sixth year in the row, so that's where my encyclopedic knowledge comes from. I'm up to Deathly Hallows, which I think might be the best book of them all, even though Half-Blood Prince is my favourite. There's just so much action in every chapter, although nothing as chaotic as Hagrid skipping gleefully from a room while casting killing curses. Thanks, Amy. Again, Amy, amazing. Um, couple more. There are a few, like there, well, there's one more. Al, this one's from Madison, uh, who is catching up on on the podcast. She said, "I'm finally catching up on Harry Potter and the Boys." Um, she says, "Syncing up the Black Eyed Peas song." with the voiceover, was un- was undoubtedly one of the top funniest moments so far. That's funny. For the record, I like both the fanfic and the preamble beforehand. The debate continues. So there you go. Very, very interesting stuff here. Um, Well, there's actually, we've been going a while, but I've still got a couple things. Um, so I'm going to keep going. It might be a little bit of a longer one. Uh, first of all, the meme of the week before the news story. I, um. This is a meme I saw on the Harry Potter Reddit that I actually found quite funny because it links to things that I like. So if you've seen the new film, and spoilers here, but if you've seen the film Spider-Man No Way Home, the new Marvel Spider-Man movie, um, you will know that three the three Spider-Men, um, who have, the three people who have historically played live-action Spider-Man, being Tom Holland, um, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield all appear in that film. And when Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man appear, it's MJ and um, the other guy, um, Peter Parker's friend, who are, who are opening portals and going, Peter, Peter. And then Peter Parker runs through the portal, but it ends up not being Tom Holland. It ends up being Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, right? Now, this is a little funny meme that splices up two of my favourite franchises. It's Sirius Black in in the Prisoner of Azkaban movie in the Shrieking Shack. And he's going, come out, come out, Peter. Come out, come out and play. And then the next frame <laughs> is Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming through the portals in Spider-Man No Way Home, followed by the third panel of the, of the meme, which is Sirius looking really confused. I think that's really funny. You kind of need to know Spider-Man No Way Home to get it. That's really funny. Um, there's actually, there's a, there's a big news story that's come out that's semi-related to Harry Potter. And since I've been going for 20 minutes here, and that's sort of usually the max length that I make these outposts, I might actually do a bonus episode with this, um, news story, basically 
I'll tease it here and I'll put it out later in this week. Alan Rickman, um, who played Severus Snape, of course, he has uh, basically, as far as I'm aware, um, after here's the headline, after his death in 2016, Alan Rickman left a trove of revealing journals. In this exclusive extract, he recounts his 10 years playing Professor Snape and the many political and Hollywood dramas along the way. I haven't read any of them yet. I was going to react to them live on this, but it seems really interesting and it seems like he gives a lot of insight in these um, journals which have been posthumously, um, I guess, published, not in a book, but someone's just found them, um, about his experience with Harry Potter, with playing Snape and etc. So I'm going to just... Uh, record another one now and put it out later this week. So stay tuned for that um, and just respond to it live and could be really boring, but I'm sure it'll be a bit interesting and some cause for discussion. But tomorrow's episode, chapter 22, um, I don't know if I want to say the title of the episode because it's, um, it, 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 there's a bit of a joke in the title that I think is better if you hear it live. But um, I will say Sam did take a break off the pod this week and good friend of the show who has appeared four times before, Zach Miller, one of my really good mates, um, he popped over and recorded an episode and did a fantastic read. Zach is always hilarious on this show. So it was great getting back on air with him. And um yeah, so that episode will be out tomorrow. I'm uh, I'm pretty sure in the next few weeks, Jackie Hatton is going to pop around and I might try and get her to record another one of these because she's appeared twice before in season one and she was so funny. So um, yeah, expect that uh, soon. But yeah, tomorrow's episode, chapter 22 with Zach Miller. Hope you guys get around it and enjoy it and stay tuned later in the week for the Snape Chronicles. Um, Awesome, guys. I will speak to you soon. Goodbye. Hamora's Alpo's Edition. podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch radiomikepod at gmail.com.